It's so easy to get things all messed up. And as we'll see today, we've got the idea of being meek completely wrong. But when we know the truth, it changes everything. Here's Pastor David. How do you react when people insult you? What is the reaction in the way that you, in the things that you do when people insult you or when they treat you like you're less valuable than them? There's a few ways that people usually deal with that. They either get kind of angry or kind of afraid, or maybe they go in this other direction. They start to believe the insults. They start to believe they are less valuable. None of that is meekness. Meekness trusts God. Meekness believes what God has said about you, that you were made in his image and in his likeness, that he loves you, that he died for you, that he rose again, and that you are his child and his friend. If you believe those things, if you know those things, insults cannot move you because you know the truth. You know that he's going to work all things together for good to those who love him. You rest in that. If you believe those things and you know those things, no insult can harm you. No insult can harm you. It's amazing how being grounded in the truth takes away the ability of the world, Satan, and all the rest of it to do harm to you, right? It's amazing. What if someone accuses you of something you didn't do? What if someone threatens you? Do you have fear? How do you react to that? Are you quick to defend yourself? Are you a person who anything that, that happens, you're just a super quick to the defense? You want to defend yourself all the time? A meek person is not quick to defend themselves. A meek person trusts that God will support and defend and justify. That's what a meek person believes. Matthew 10, 17 through 20 says this, But beware of men, for they will deliver you up to councils and scourge you in their synagogues. You'll be brought before governors and kings for my sake as a testimony to them and to the Gentiles. But when they deliver you up, do not worry about how or what you should speak, for it will be given to you in that hour what you should speak. For it is not you who speak, but the Spirit of your Father who speaks in you. It is God who has the power. A meek person gets that. A meek person can depend on God to protect and defend and even speak for you. So there's no fear when there's accusation. There's no fear when there's insult. There's no fear when there's threats. Meekness is knowing that God is powerful and that he's yours, that you're his, and resting in that, and treating other people well because of that. Treating other people well because of that, because the meek person knows they're in God's hand and trusts God completely. They don't have to always fight for their rights and their power against other people. They don't have to do that. James 1, 19 through 21 says, So then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Therefore, because of that, lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive with meekness, receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls. Now, we are so not like this. We are so not like this so often, or at least I'm not. I stopped watching cable news a long, long time ago, many, many years ago, because of this very thing, right? You have two heads, one on this side of the screen 
and one on this side of the screen. And they're talking, right? But they aren't like this verse. They are swift to speak, slow to hear, and quick to wrath, right? That's exactly what it is. Blah, 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 right? And they just say these things to each other the whole time. It's very nerve-wracking and annoying. And generally, the people who are watching, they agree with one side or they agree with the other side, and they kind of want to see this verbal boxing match happen, right? But none of that has anything to do with meekness. That's not meekness. If you're always the person who has to make a point, just check your heart on this. If you always have to make a point, if you always have to be right, I know that doesn't describe any of you, but if you have any friends, you could tell them about this. If you're always thinking of the next thing you're going to say, you're probably not being very meek. You're probably not being very meek. Confession time for me. This is something that I've had to work on a lot. I know you can't believe that. But remember, my original vocation was as a lawyer. I was literally paid to argue with people. People gave me money for that. They're like, go argue with that guy. Money. That's how it worked. It's the whole thing. That was the whole thing, right? So the faster I could respond, the better. Right? The more that I could just get my thing. And in the courtroom, maybe that's the way to go. Okay? But at the Thanksgiving table with Uncle Greg, right? Who's the Republican or the Democrat or the moon landing denier or whatever Uncle Greg is in your house that you don't like, right? Meekness means listening and calmly, thoughtfully answering, slow to speak. Sometimes, and I know this is tough, but sometimes it even means letting Uncle Greg make his point and then going on to dessert. Right? For some of us, the very idea that we would not fight to the death over the mashed potatoes with Uncle Greg over whatever it is he's saying, his political ideas or his views on whatever, it's unthinkable. We can't let that stand. We can't let somebody say that and it's not true. We, we just, uh, we got to defend. Right? That's how some of us are. That's how I am sometimes. But that's because we're not being meek. It's because we're not being meek. We're not trusting God and we're not being like Christ. It's not how he was. We're not willing to give up our power and our rights for the good of another person sometimes. And I know what you're thinking in your head right now. But Uncle Greg is such a jerk and he's always wrong. I'm going to tell you a secret. And I want you to get ready for this. Just prepare yourself for this. Uncle Greg thinks the same thing about you. And, a little more truth for you, if you're like this, a lot of other people think the same thing about you. I know this from experience. Meekness and arrogance do not mix. There is no connection between meekness and arrogance. Needing to be right, needing to be above, needing to get your, your words in, needing to show other people that, you, that you're smarter than them. All of that, that's not meekness. Now, meekness is not thinking that you're dumb. You're not dumb. You were made in the image and likeness of God. That's the whole point. You know that. Meekness is about realizing that maybe you don't know everything. Maybe you could listen to some things. But God does know everything. And you can trust him and relax and rest in him. That's what meekness is about. A meek person is going to be a relatively calm person. They're going to be a relatively chilled out person. And it's hard for us, for some of us to be meek. It's hard for me, but it's a gift from the Holy Spirit. 
And in my experience, the more you want it, the more you ask for it, the more he gives it. The more he gives it. Meekness has to start with a love for God first, and then a love for other people. A love for God and a love for other people. If you love God and trust him and trust what he has told you about who you are, about who he is, about how valuable you are as a person to him, if you, under, if you can start to comprehend that he died for you on a cross, for you, if you can just start to even get your mind around that, it's going to change you. It's going to change you. And then it becomes, you become confident. You build a confidence in yourself because of who you are in Christ. And once you're there, it becomes so much easier to love other people. It becomes so much easier to love other people out of a position of strength. If you get that vertical relationship right between you and God and you're trusting and believing those things, then that horizontal relationship you have with everybody else can be filled with meekness. It can be filled with meekness. Meekness is the calmness and gentleness with other people that comes from you being a person that trusts God. If you trust God about what he says, and you have to trust him about what he says about every other human being, and what he says about every other human being is that they are also made in his image and likeness, that they are also crazy valuable, even, and maybe especially, Uncle Greg. He's actually valuable. He's actually made in the image and likeness of God. Generally speaking, and this is important for some of us, generally speaking, people are not your opponents. People are not your opponents. You don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities, spirits in the air and the heavenly places, okay? There's a spiritual war going on for the ultimate destiny of human beings. People are not your opponents. When they upset you, when they're wrong about stuff, when they're whatever, you've got to understand that they're trying to live in this world just like you are, and they've got their whole thing going on, all their own stuff. If you always are rubbing against everybody, then you're seeing everybody as an opponent. Some of us struggle with that. You know, there's the, I've got just my family and that's the only people who are, got a couple of close friends and everybody else, I don't like people, right? A lot of people, I don't like people. I don't like being around people. Well, listen, we're not that likable people, but we should love them. We should love them because of what God says about who they are. And if you're meek, you will because you trust God and you trust what he says about who they are. If you see people through meekness, you see their value and you love them. You'll set aside your rights and your power and you'll serve them just as Jesus did and as Jesus does. Your worldview will change. Your politics will change. The way that you view all kinds of things will change. If every time you thought about the issues in the world, think about this. If every time you thought about it, you think about everyone involved as made in the image and likeness of God. Those who agree with you, those who don't agree with you, those who are affected by all the different people on all the sides of the issue, all the people, if you see them as precious people who you are called to love and to serve, it might just change the way you think and the way that you live. But if you're very rights and power-based, it's very difficult to value and love other people. Because your rights, by their nature, are rights over and against other people. That's what they are. That's what rights are. You wouldn't have to talk about rights except as to other people in a community. Your power, by its nature, is power over and against other people. Right? 
And so if you're meek, you have to be willing to put that aside. Meekness is not weakness. Meekness is not weakness. It is, it is meekness and not weakness that turns the other cheek. It's meekness and not weakness that lets Uncle Greg make his point and just says, I'm just glad to be with you. I'm just happy to be here. That's meekness and not weakness. It's meekness and not weakness that washes feet. It's meekness and not weakness that serves, that puts others first. It's meekness and not weakness that bites the tongue. That doesn't say that thing that you could say that you have the power to say and you have the right to say. And they should get a piece of your mind. It's meekness, not weakness, that keeps you quiet in those moments. It's meekness and not weakness that doesn't have to win all the time. That doesn't have to have all your rights. Doesn't have to exercise power over others. Doesn't need any of those things. It's meekness. It's meekness. It's meekness that will attract people to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Period. It is meekness that will attract people to the gospel of salvation. I promise you, it's not heavy-handed arguments. It's not superior attitudes. It's not hypocrisy. It's not any of those things that will attract people to Jesus Christ and his gospel through you. It's meekness. Are you striding confidently, trusting in God as you walk through life? Yeah, that thing's over there. Yeah, that thing would scare most people, but most people don't know that they're God's child. I don't have to fret and fear about that. Are you walking like that, or are you picking your way through the ice? God, I hope, you, I hope this next step's going to be okay, God. I hope you're still up there on your throne. You're not taking a break. No, are you just walking? Are you just living? Are you confident? Are you confident in God? Are you confident in Jesus? Because your neighbor, if he sees you picking your way through the ice in life, why would your neighbor be attracted to a God that you don't trust enough to walk confidently in? If you have to always exercise your rights, if you're always being difficult, if you're always exercising power, why would your neighbor be attracted to that? If you don't have enough confidence in God to be able to set aside your power for someone else's benefit, then you don't have much confidence in your power. You don't have much confidence in your rights. God showed us. He, he knew. He knows who he is. He's God, creator of everything. And he was able to set all that stuff aside, spit on, beat. Do you know what he could have done? You don't want to know what he could have done to the people who were yanking his beard out and spitting on him and stripping him naked and nailing him to a cross. And he set it all aside for them. He was a God of the universe. He is the God of the universe. That's meekness. And it's attractive. It's the thing that has saved my soul. It's the thing that has renewed my spirit. Your unbelieving neighbor, friend, co-worker will not be attracted to the gospel if your faith is weak. Only if your faith is meek. Humility about ourselves. Confidence in God. That's the way that we live. And we will inherit the earth. And we will inherit the earth. Read Psalm 37. I'm not going to go through all that today. But if you want to hear more about weak meekness and how, how the meek person is and, and God talking through that, and God talking about not fearing how the wicked prosper sometimes and how these things happen, a meek person trusts God. No matter what they see going on, they can have faith that he's going to make it right. Trust God. 
God has the power. Don't fear the idolater or the atheist or the evil happening on the earth or whatever. You don't need to fear any of that. You can trust God. Listen, listen, Christ follower. You already have everything in Christ. You already have everything in Christ. Listen to Ephesians 2, 4 through 10. It says, but God who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. You have been saved by grace through faith, not of works, lest anyone should boast. And you are already seated together in the heavenly places with Christ. You already have it. You've got it. There is nothing that you have to fear. There is nothing that is not yours. It's yours. It's all yours. Why fight? Why fight with your unbelieving neighbor or your believing neighbor or the person next to you? Why worry about what this person said about you or that person said about you or you feel less valuable when this happens or you feel more valuable or less valuable when that happens or you need enough Facebook likes or you need this or that? You're already seated in the heavenly place with Christ Jesus. You already have it all. You have it all. That's what God thinks of you. That's what I think of you. I love you. I care about you. It breaks my heart when I see squabbling, when I see petty jealousies, when I see disagreements over issues that lead to people thinking less of one another. It, it, it crushes me because you don't know who you are. You're Jesus Christ. You're God's children. If you're a believer, if you're a Christ follower, you've got it all. You should be able to live in meekness. You should be able to trust God. And what are we doing? Are we a light to the world if we're not meek? We should, there should be no weakness here, only meekness. And we need to learn to live in it. We need to learn to live in it. You can walk in meekness, strong and steady and confident in Christ Jesus. You can give up your rights. You can give up your power and serve your neighbor and your brother and be okay with that because you know everything is already yours and you want it to be his or hers also. You don't need to lift yourself up or promote yourself or bluster about how great you are. James 4.10, humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. Do you trust that? If you trust that, you don't have to talk a big game about who you are. People don't want to hear it anyway. Repent of your unbelief. We need to repent of our unbelief and we need to believe. We need to know, Romans 8, 28, that God will work all things together for good to those who love him, to those who are the called according to his purpose. We need to believe and know that. We need to be meek and if we're meek, we'll be blessed and inherit the earth. Lots to think about here. And you know, this is one we might need to listen to again to let it really sink in. 
So much would change in our lives if we would truly live this out. And if you'd like help doing that, come see us at Axe Church in Vancouver, Washington. Get directions and all the info you need at axechurchnw.org. We'd love to help you grow in your life with Jesus. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you'll check out our next episode for more with Pastor David Robinson here on Contemplate.